In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. It's 8 a.m. and you're listening to KIOF-LP, 97.9 FM, Las Vegas. This is Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience, in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. Nevada. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Natalie Powell. Pro-democracy candidates have made large gains in Hong Kong's local elections following months of anti-Beijing protests. Hong Kong's leader says the government will reflect on people's dissatisfaction with the current situation. Meanwhile, U.S. President Donald Trump has called the anti-government protests in Hong Kong a complicating factor for his trade deal with China. U.S. correspondent Rachel Silverman has more. The U.S. president says he's balancing competing priorities in the U.S.-China relationship. Congress passed the legislation to support pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong by an overwhelming majority. If the president tries to block the bill from becoming law, Congress could overrule the president. The legislation would impose sanctions on Chinese officials who commit human rights abuses in Hong Kong, and it would place Hong Kong's special economic status under greater scrutiny. Australia's spy agency is following up on reports that Chinese intelligence officers tried to plant one of their agents into the Australian parliament. Arthur Stevens reports. A Liberal Party MP, chairman of Canberra's Intelligence and Security Committee, and currently one of two politicians banned from visiting China, Andrew Hastie, told Australia's Nine Network he'd heard about Mr Cho some time ago. The cause of Mr Cho's death has reportedly not been finalised, and Mr Hastie wants a full investigation into what happened. Mr Hastie says it's not just cash in a bag given for favours. Rather, it's a state-sponsored attempt to infiltrate Australia's parliament using an Australian citizen and running them as an agent of foreign influence. ASIO's Director General of Security, Mike Burgess, says the spy agency is taking the matter seriously, while Prime Minister Scott Morrison insists the issue is being monitored. U.S. Navy Secretary Richard Spencer has been fired over his handling of a misconduct case into a Navy SEAL. The Navy officer was facing a disciplinary review where he could have had his SEAL's membership taken away. But it appears there had been a difference of opinion between the U.S. President, U.S. Defense Secretary and Navy Secretary Richard Spencer on how the case was being run. And South Korean police are investigating the death of K-pop singer Gu Hala. Bruce Harrison reports from Seoul. Gu became famous as part of the girl group Kata before going solo. Six months ago, she was found unconscious at her apartment, and local media say it was a suicide attempt. In August, a court convicted her ex-boyfriend of assault and threatening to expose a video of the two having sex. Gu's death comes just six weeks after fellow K-pop singer Soli was found dead, and an autopsy indicated suicide. The case is raising more questions about the pressures on K-pop stars and mental health. Both women were also targets of hateful comments online, a serious problem for women in patriarchal South Korea. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. The A to Z of impeachment. The letter T is for Trump. It's also for tumultuous because the last few days have been utterly tumultuous for President Trump and those people loyal to him. A parade of career foreign service professionals who in some cases used to work steps away from the Oval Office have revealed that there absolutely was a quid pro quo at the heart of US policy towards Ukraine. The president's reaction? That means it's all over. All over in the sense that he actually claims despite mounting 
reams of evidence now to the contrary that he's been exonerated by the impeachment inquiry. He cited one phone call, a call that he previously denied had ever even taken place, in which he told the US ambassador to the European Union that he did not, in fact, seek a quid pro quo with Ukraine. I say to the ambassador in response, I want nothing, I want nothing, I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky, President Zelensky, to do the right thing. So where is all this heading for Donald Trump? Can he simply continue pretending that facts aren't really facts? And that even as his aides are negotiating a two-week trial in the U.S. Senate, the impeachment process is all over? The answer to that question? Stay tuned. Tomorrow... A letter U. It stands for Ukraine in the A to Z of impeachment. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute -minute updates on Twitter. Follow us there, at Feature Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that's the latest Feature Story News. Natalie Powell reporting. Magic FM in Las Vegas, where stars are made and played. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Cali brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The sports angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Las Vegas, it's time to get your opinions on the air. Join us live at amp.tv and of course, KIOF 97.9, Las Vegas Public Radio.org. And now, here's your host of the Sports Angle, Rocco Kelly. On your favorite radio station and your favorite podcast and everywhere around the world. Now, if you are a rebuilding team, and I'm going to focus on baseball because this is really the one that I know the most about, but this could apply for basketball, football, and hockey as well. So keep that in mind. Now, if you are a professional sports team, you have to rebuild, okay? Unless you are the New England Patriots, who instead of rebuilding, they just reload every couple of years. Normally, you have to rebuild your team at some point. But how do you rebuild a team? How long does it take to do an actual rebuild? Well... I could give you historical examples, or I could give you a real-life example right now. Because there is one team in baseball who is in their second year of their rebuild. And with them having another top draft pick next year, and with them getting top prospects from the trades they have been making, they will be in the middle of their rebuild right now. And who I'm talking about is the Baltimore Orioles. Now, to give you a recap, from 2012 to 2016, the Baltimore Orioles were a playoff team. They made the playoffs three of those five years during that time span. Okay, they were a very good team. They had a lot of talent on that roster. But... 
after 2016, they lost in the wild card game in a very crushing overtime loss in the wild card game against their division rival in the Toronto Blue Jays. The next season, they went 500. Okay, so they did not make the playoffs, but they were not a losing team yet. However, 2018 was the start of their rebuild. And what do I mean by this? In 2018, they traded away their superstar. That is step one. Step one of a rebuild is trading away your superstar. They traded Machado to the Los Angeles Dodgers for some players and some draft picks and some prospects. They got all of that from the Dodgers so they could get half a season of Manny Machado. That wasn't it. They traded away their all-star closer, Zach Britton, to the New York Yankees, a division rival. They let Matt Waiters go in free agency. He goes to the Washington Nationals and eventually wins the World Series there. Jonathan Chahoop. <laughs> Jonathan Chahoop goes to Milwaukee at the trade deadline. So the first step of a rebuild, as we're seeing right now, is that you trade away your superstars and step two is trading away all valuable assets away. You basically, everybody who's valuable, you're gone. The next step is lose as many games as humanly possible. And in the Baltimore Orioles case, the last two years, they have lost 100-plus games. And for anybody who knows baseball, that is extremely hard to do. Out of a 162-game season, to lose 100-plus games. And then the last step in a middle of a rebuild, outside of losing, is acquire so many prospects and get so many draft picks that eventually you will become good again. Well, that final step of a rebuild is actually the direction the Baltimore Orioles are going into starting next year. Now, I need to remind you, they have gotten 12 prospects within the last two years because of all of the trades they have made, trading away Machado, trading away Britain, trading away Shahoop. All of those valuable guys got traded, and they got 12 top prospects in return, which will be very valuable in the future. They had the number one draft pick in this year's MLB draft, and they drafted a catcher who MLB scouts and analysts have said should be one of the best catchers that we have ever seen since Joe Maurer. And anybody who understands Joe Maurer, he was a great catcher for the Minnesota Twins uh, a couple of years ago. And conveniently, they have the second overall pick in the upcoming MLB draft. They have all these um, compens compensation picks from all the teams that are giving them picks, all the picks they acquired in trades already. So the Baltimore Orioles have the picks. They have those prospects. They're going to be building themselves up. What I am saying to you is that that fourth and final step is really the last part of a rebuild that a team has before they get into either two categories, either being a playoff team and contending for a World Series, or the level of mediocrity. Where they're not a playoff team, they're not a rebuilding team, they are in the average category. They're just there. Now, Sonar, very quickly before we go to break, with these rebuilding teams, once they get to that final step, what do you think makes the difference between being in those two tiers, being a playoff team or just being a mediocre average team? Well, it depends on when they can complete the build. So if you complete a build before the season starts, you have a chance of making it uh, to the big game. If you're still trying to collect people and get some trades halfway through the season – 
you're still going to have some trouble getting there to the top. So okay, it depends so on if you can get it done during the off season. Okay, so let's say they get from three, from year four eventually, because that would be twenty. That'd be twenty twenty one for the Baltimore Orioles. Twenty twenty one, that off season, they finally complete their rebuild. Will that mean that they will be a playoff team, or would they just be mediocrity to find like some people expect them to be? Because I'm one of the rare people who thinks the Baltimore Orioles will not be mediocrity, and I think they will get back to success once the... Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. The rebuild is complete. Now, we are going to go to break on the sports angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Don't go, don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. Cause you know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOFLP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Oendorf. On the next Seems Like Old Times, we'll have the Christmas records out in full force. Ready or not, it's that time of year, so we'll have the sounds of the season. And for the countdown this week, we're going back to the final weekend of November in 1953. So come on by and listen to the memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. American Business Trust Company. Welcome back, Las Vegas. Welcome to The Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. Live every morning on KIOF 97.9. 
And now, here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. For rebuilding teams... Now, I have gone into detail about the Baltimore Orioles. I've explained to you the steps that they took, and now they are getting towards that step four of getting the prospects and getting the draft picks, as I explained. But very quickly, I want to branch off into basketball, football, hockey, because it's kind of the same system. Now, baseball brought the Orioles. Basketball, the Sacramento Kings, have really been – the definition of a rebuilding team in the NBA. And they're now at that step four where all the prospects and all of the draft picks have now come together. And Sacramento now looks like a really up-and-coming team, especially with a younger head coach. So, so Sonar, if I understand this correctly, wouldn't step five then be uh, after the rebuilding process, or would there not be a step five? Well, you so, need you know, step one is trading away your superstar. Step two is trading away all valuable assets. The next step is losing as many games as humanly possible. And then the final step is getting all your prospects and all your draft picks finally on the roster and having them be together. Well, I think there is another step, man. The step that I would I would put in there is execution. You have to actually – all. Just because you've built a good team doesn't mean you can manage and operate it correctly. So you've got to be able to have some sort of that flow going on. And that's why I said that that it all depends on when you finalize your actual team. So if you finish building in the offseason, it gives you a chance to kind of meld your players together and actually get them to be a team. If you're too close to the beginning of the season or already into the season before you actually start playing and actually working with your team, it may take a good 20 games before you're in that rhythm. So just because you've assembled a good team doesn't necessarily mean that you can actually drive that race car to the finish line. So with execution, what step would that be? Would that be the final step of the plan? Absolutely. That's yeah. final step. Because you've built everything up. You've, you've, you've sold off your assets to buy more and to get um, uh, more middle of the road, but, but more quality uh, people as opposed to just one superstar. You get a good uh, uh, mix. And what that is going to draw in, that's going to draw in your superstars because they're going to say, I can help with that team. I could be the one that puts it over that Rubicon. So what you have to do is you have to actually execute the plan. Um, I I hear a lot of uh, construction workers talk about plans and things like that. They say you need to make a plan because then you know what you're deviating from. But the the real thing is, is once you have this... Uh, this super team on paper, if you can't manifest that in the real world and manifest that versus other teams, all of your plans and all of the years that you've spent building this team are for naught. Right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And the execution part would be the final step. And like I've explained earlier before we went to break, there is really two tiers of teams there are the playoff contenders the teams that will be make uh, trying to make the big trophy every single year and then there's the mediocrity where you're there you're average you're not a contending team you're not a rebuilding team but you're just there so what, and then with basketball, I brought the Kings, baseballs, the Orioles right now, football. I mean, if you're going to talk about the NFL, who would really be a rebuilding team who's at, who's getting towards that final step where all of the players are going to start to blend and start to be together and start working as a team? Because 
it's unfortunate, but I can't really think of a team that was really in that final step. I thought that it was the Chicago Bears. And it's just me being a Chicago Bears fan. But I thought that the Bears were the team that was finally at step four, where all of their draft picks and all of their younger players that they have acquired were going to blend together because of what I saw last year. But clearly that's not the case. So that argument's out the window. Well, that's the thing. You need to actually execute. I think that's the most important step because – how many times have you seen, just like Vegas Mike is telling us on uh, Amp TV, rebuilds don't always work. They're on, the Browns are on rebuild 100. So you can exactly. rebuild a team. And, yeah, you're, you may not get the pieces that you want. You may have not got the players or the timetable or anything like that. But at least you stuck with the plan and kind of adapted it as you went along. But I think the most important one, otherwise you're just spinning your wheels with the other uh, the other steps, the most important step is the execution. How well can you actually use the team that you've built? I can build the fastest car in the world, but if I don't have a good driver and a good coach on that side, it doesn't matter how many RPMs or how many horsepower or how big my engine is. I still can't win races. It's the same thing with all of these teams. You can put all the right pieces in there. You can travel through time and, and grab Michael Jordan and, uh, and uh, Larry Bird and everybody and essentially build the team. But if you don't execute it properly or manage it properly, it, everything was for naught. Right. And – Oh, and, and I, someone just brought to my attention with hockey. Yes, the Florida Panthers would be the absolute definition of being right now at that final step, where the Florida Panthers, they acquired a lot of assets this offseason, and they are starting to get out of the rebuild phase and get there. So if you see the examples across the board, I brought Baltimore in baseball, Sacramento in NBA, I thought it was Chicago in the NFL and then the Florida Panthers in the NHL. Now, I could be correct or I could be completely wrong. And that is the whole idea of a rebuild is that once this rebuild is complete, I'm not saying that they're going to be a winning team. I'm just speculating at the moment. For all we know, those four teams could just be mediocrity redefined once again. Yeah, and maybe the plan was just to waste everybody's time and money. So you got, you got some of those people on there, too, because like you and I both know, it's more about the money than it is about the game. So if you get some of those people in with the, the plan and the, the execution of the plan, you may not be winning games. You may just be uh, cutting checks for people. Right. You may just be there just for the just 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 because you have to be there and it it's interesting you bring that up because if there is any team that is there just to cut checks at this point and a team that has mentally and i'm going to assume physically has checked out at this point that's got to be the oakland raiders i understand we're in vegas and they're going to be the vegas raiders very soon but the last couple of weeks, if there has been one team that they look like they just don't want to be there, like they do not care anymore, that's the Oakland Raiders. I mean, Sonar, do you agree on that? Absolutely. Because I just don't. I just don't think the Raiders care at this point. They are. They put in their notice to Oakland. They're just like, look, we're leaving anyway. Here's our notice. Look, we'll do our job, but don't expect us to go over the top well exactly they're not winning any more championships for oakton you know what i mean they're they're not going to do that much more and and everybody's run into this you and i've talked about this before about short timing about putting your two weeks in and then just cruising out the rest of your time you're still collecting a paycheck you're still part of the team etc etc but the thing is you're you're not putting the effort into it you're showing up and other than them forfeiting the rest of the season, 
I think they've pretty much hit the the uh, energy level that they're going to go. I don't see them going much lower than this, but at the same time, it, they're ready for Vegas. They're ready for a new home, so they're saving that energy for their uh, for their opening game. That is exactly right. And hey, Bulldog and Vegas Mike as well. Hi, hi to both of you guys. And now, when we come back from the break, we will continue the Vegas Raiders conversation because. Look, we have all been in that situation where we are leaving one place and we're going to the next. Whether that could be moving houses or it could be moving jobs, potentially moving from one school to the next, depending on what your age is. But we have all been there. So when we come back from the break here on the Sports Angle, we will continue with our conversation on the Vegas Raiders I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio. And don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. I'll keep your eyes on the road. You hand the wheel. Your AC works overtime all summer. So be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. If your loved one is at risk of a fall, the Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health can help support their safety in their home with 24-7 emergency monitoring even when you can't be there. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com slash symphony or find it at your nearest CVS health hub. Vegas's first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. Las Vegas Public Radio Station KIOF 97.9 FM is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean from The Paul and Dean Show. Listen to The Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Oendorf. On the next Seems Like Old Times, we'll have the Christmas records out in full force. Ready or not, it's that time of year, so we'll have the sounds of the season. 
And for the countdown this week, we're going back to the final weekend of November in 1953. So come on by and listen to the memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. .com, American Business Trust Company. To KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org. And now to give you multiple steps on how to rebuild your team, Rocco Kelly, host of The Sports Angle. Follow The Sports Angle on Twitter at The Sports Angle or on Facebook, The Sports Angle Radio. And now, here's your host of said Sports Angle. Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. And yes, I will give you a step-by-step guide on how to rebuild your team. And for the people who have asked, can I give a historical example of a successful rebuild? Well, thankfully, yes, I can. In baseball, it was the Atlanta Braves back in the late 80s and early 90s. Yeah, the late 80s and early 90s, the Atlanta Braves had one of the most perfect rebuilds that you could think of in baseball history. They were awful. They were one of the worst teams in all of baseball. But then they turned it around. They went and got... Maddox from the Cubs. They went and got Schmoltz from the Tigers. They acquired all of these top-end players. They went and got Deion Sanders from the, from, the, from the Falcons. They acquired veteran bats. The Atlanta Braves had 17 years of successful seasons because of the perfect rebuild that they had acquired with the... With the Atlanta Braves. And that rebuild had a lot to do with it back in the 80s. Now, the NBA. It was the San Antonio Spurs. Okay, San Antonio Spurs back in the 90s. David Robinson had an injury. He went down. They rebuilded during that. They had rebuilt the San Antonio Spurs during the mid-90s because David Robinson had been injured, and they had reacquired the number one overall pick, and they went and got Tim Duncan. And because of Tim Duncan and because of David Robinson, they rebuilt that team back up. They had all of that situation happen, and because of the San Antonio Spurs organization, all the management they have had, they did not have a losing season in over 20-plus years being in the NBA. In fact, they're only starting to lose now, which is a testament to how long the San Antonio Spurs have kept their successful rebuilding alive and well. The NFL, I hate to admit it. I hate to give credit where credit is due. But the Baltimore Ravens, back in the... Early in the late 90s, the late 90s, the Baltimore Ravens did exactly what a rebuilding team should have done because they were a brand new expansion team. Okay. And okay. And they had all of that situation occur. And because of the Baltimore Ravens in the NFL, they went and won a, a Super Bowl. During that rebuilding process. So Baltimore Ravens in the NFL. San Antonio Spurs in the NBA. The Atlanta Braves in baseball. And with the NHL. I know it's been recent. But you have to give credit. To the Washington Capitals. For the rebuild that they did. Or if I wanted to flip the script. In the early 2000s. The Carolina Hurricanes. When they went from the Hartford Whalers. To the Carolina Hurricanes. But very quickly, let's get back to the Raiders conversation that we had before we went to break. And I have way too many 
favorite Disney movies to answer that question. Now, the Raiders, I believe they have checked out. I believe that mentally, with five games left in the year, they're six and five. They know that they are not one of the top six teams right now. So they have thrown in the towel. They are done for the season. They're looking forward to their shiny new home in Las Vegas. And hey, if you are listening to the radio station in Vegas right now, you have to understand that these some of these Raiders players have already bought in homes here. They have already invested a lot of time and effort into going from Oakland to now being in Vegas. So to pick this back up, Sonar, with the Vegas Raiders, with five games left in the year, they are six and five. Will they have a winning record or will they do exactly what I am saying? And they'll finish the season at seven and nine and they'll pick up their bags and say, well, that is done. Vegas, here we come. Well, the Raiders that I saw yesterday were the ones that have already checked out. I mean, that that game, I don't know if... Strong. You can't just leave Oakton with, with the way that they, they've got it. It's, it's one of those things that they may be willing to leave, but it's disrespectful for the home that they're at now. So how are they going to treat Vegas any better when they're not going to put in the effort where they're at now? I mean, it's it's a catch-22 for those things. It, you can short-time it as well, but you know that everybody's starting to look down on you. There are some people that understand, hey, you're short-timing, I get it. But at the same time, for the fans and the people that have been loyal to these guys for so long, they deserve every bit of effort that comes across. Well, see, I don't think they're really focused on the fans in Oakland at this point. Now, if you are listening in Oakland, I do apologize. But at this point, it seems like Mark Davis, John Gruden, the Raiders organization, they don't care about this team, about the city of Oakland anymore. They are focused on their new shiny toy and Essentially, it's like a car. And for anybody who's ever had a brand new car, you can relate to this. You've been driving this car for a while. It's beaten up inside. There might be some scrapes, some bumps on the outside. It's not really a car that you're going to show off that much. You have it, but you you don't want to talk about it. However, you pull up into the new dealership. You have a smile on your face, and you're saying, that's my car. I will buy it. You shake hands with the, with the car dealer. You sign the paperwork. They hand you the keys, and then you step in. You, you smell the new – you have that new car smell. You feel – you feel out the car. You make sure that everything is properly the way it is, and you can relate to that. Because with a new car, you want to tell everybody. You might not think that you are, but what is the first thing you do when you get a brand new car? You post about it on social media. You might even post a photo of you either in the car or you standing next to the car. When your friends are texting you or you have people calling you, you will very nonchalantly bring it up in conversation. I believe the Oakland Raiders are exactly what a new car owner is doing. They're no longer talking about the old car. They're bragging to you about how the new car smells or how much miles per gallon that new car has. You understand what I mean, Sonar? Absolutely. But you got to look at it in that same analogy. Oakton's the one that paid off the old car. They're the ones that, that put in the time to actually make it available for Vegas. Because, yeah, the Raiders were limping along for a while. They were the butt of everybody's jokes, et cetera, et cetera. But they held it, and they actually tried to put it together. 
Now, I think they're going to do the same thing in Vegas. But my issue is, is why not come in strong? Now, I know you'll probably ruin your chances for the draft and everything else. So, like you said, in your rebuilding, you you needed to kind of throw some games and, and things like that. But it's one of those things that have some integrity for the sport that you play is, is where I'm trying to come from. It's, well, what's every the time you get out on that field, it shouldn't be the draft. It shouldn't be the the money. It should always be about putting that W on your record every time you step out on that field. It should be that game, that Sunday. But that's the problem. And and I don't don't fault them for it. You know what I mean? Because we said it. They're short-timing. I get it. You're you're on your way out. Well, see, it should be that way. But in reality, it's not. And so you bring up the draft. The Raiders do have the Bears' first-round pick. And that will be lower in the draft than the Raiders' actual pick will be. Because the Raiders will be either in the high teens or the low 20s, where the Bears' pick will be around 10, 11, 12 if you're at the point they are now. Because they are right below 500 as we speak. So when we go to break, or when we come back from break, we will continue the Raiders conversation here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio. And we will be back after this. I'll always remember that I had a swing in time. I'm going to give it everything I've got. Lady love, please let the dice stay hot. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOFLP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Oh, 
Hi, everyone. I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, we'll have the Christmas records out in full force. Ready or not, it's that time of year, so we'll have the sounds of the season. And for the countdown this week, we're going back to the final weekend of November in 1953. So come on by and listen to the memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. American Business Trust Company. Moving to a new town? Don't let that sabotage your season. Join the Sports Angle on KIOF 97.9, Las Vegas, publicradio.org. And now, here's your host of the Sports Angle, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Now, while the Oakland Raiders might be sabotaging their season and looking forward to Las Vegas, we're going to continue the conversation here on the Sports Angle. Now, Vegas Mike, I know that you have brought up that the Raiders will take Tua Taglavolia, the Alabama quarterback, in the first round. Let me just debunk this real quick. If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Los Angeles Chargers are ahead of the Raiders in the draft next year, they will take Tua instantly. Because you have to think about it like this. And Tennessee, too. But Tennessee is one game above 500, So that will be unlikely. But for some reason, if they drop, they would be another team to mention. Because what do these teams need? What is their biggest concern? And that is the quarterback position. And Tua Tagovailoa was supposed to be the number one overall pick before he got injured, before he had his dislocated hip. If you're Tampa Bay, you need to replace Jameis Winston. You need to, you need to replace Jameis's bakery, okay, where he feeds you turnovers all day long. The Los Angeles Chargers have an aging quarterback who's on his final year in Phillip Rivers. And to replace him with Alabama to attack Livolia, you really wouldn't have to market that much. Okay, the marketing would take care of itself, especially that four-letter network who loves to shove Alabama players down your throat. But back to the Raiders. If you are going to focus on the draft, Vegas, Mike, they need to focus on their defense. The defense is their biggest need. A, getting a defensive tackle to fit alongside their last year's first-round pick in Seelan Farrell, or getting a corner because the cornerback position has been their biggest weakness this year by far. If you, if you let Robbie Anderson from the New York Jets have X amount of yards and have a very, very big day on the, on the ground, you obviously have a huge problem with the Oakland Raiders defense. So corner or defensive tackle for next season. But they're not focusing on the draft, and they are focusing on the Raiders and Vegas, and for all the people who are driving to work right now and taking their kids to school here in Vegas. The Vegas Raiders are going to be very, very, very popular when it comes to Vegas next year. But the main question you should be asking yourself is, how many players from Oakland are realistically going to be in Vegas next year? Because you have a 63 men on your roster, 53 on your, on your main roster, and then 10 players on your, pra- on your practice squad. So... On a percentage-wise, because I'm not going to try to do an absolute number, but from a percentage, Sonar, how many Oakland Raiders players are actually going to be a Vegas Raider next year? I would say definitely more than half, man. Um, they're, they're moving over there, and heck, they're, 
based off of how they're going to draft, there's going to be a lot of starters that are also going to be there in Vegas that weren't in uh, Oakland. Right. Well, the reason I bring this up is because trades can still happen. There can still be a lot of trades that happen next year, right? And with the Raiders, they're not done making moves. So out of the 53 people they have on their roster for this year and for next year, they only have about half of the roster from the year before. So it's not like they have um, over two-thirds of the roster still there. In fact, that's not the case at all. So when you factor in the amount of players who are still under contract next year, because there's only going to be 32 only 32 players are signed under contract for 2020 when they come to Vegas. And you need 53. So out of those 32, you can cut players. You can release them. You can buy them out. So just for – to be fair, let's say that eight players are either traded or released in this time span. So 24 out of the 65 players who are under contract are with the Vegas Raiders next year. Well, you have to factor in that that is a little over a little over 25% around there. So, what I'm pointing out to you and Sonar, if I'm making sense, definitely, you know, just let me know. When you have around 24 players or so that will be from 2019 going over to 2020 out of those players who do you really focus on and say they are going to be the main vocal point for our marketing for coming to vegas who are going to be the guys that we splash on our posters on our billboards who are going to be the guys that we print out a 50-foot poster and plant him on a legion stadium who are going to be those guys well, Vegas Karen at Amp.TV joining the conversation talks about uh, Carr. But I think it's going to be the other way. I think Carr is actually going to be the uh, the poster boy. I think they're, they got to lean on somebody. Carr's a face that's been in the league for a while. I think they're going to lean on him. Okay. Well, Derek Carr... It is intriguing because of the fact that they're paying him so much money, and they are paying him so much money, $21.5 million for one season. And I understand quarterbacks get paid more than some other teams, but you have to understand that he is an above-average quarterback. I don't think most people are going to say I'm wrong there. So if you had to pick one person that you were really going to focus on I think their first-round pick from this year, and Celan Farrell and Josh Jacobs, those two guys have been, from a marketing side, they are the future of the Oakland Raiders. They're going to be in Vegas upcoming. And Josh Jacobs was voted as one of the top running backs. He was one of the, the all-pro running backs at the midseason point. From the midseason 2019 team, he was voted to as the second best running back in the NFL. And that's very high praise. So if you have a running back like that, don't focus on the QB. Instead, focus on your two young guys, your two rookies. And that is on the defensive side, Celine Farrell and Josh Jacobs on the on the offense. Because you will know that they are two of the 24 players who will be there next year. Do you think they're going to get the most mileage out of them because they're young and because they're joining the team early? Or do you think that they should hang a soft franchise tag on someone who's who's uh, been there and transitioning over? Well, what I believe is that because the Raiders are coming to Vegas, it's similar to the Vegas Golden Knights for anybody who's in Vegas, you would relate to this. They tried to focus on the older guys right away. They focused on Flurry. They focused on England. They developed the aspect of the older guys 
while really not pushing any of the young guys with the Golden Knights. With the Raiders, I think it's going to be the opposite. Now, outside of John Gruden, I believe majority of the older guys, the players who are in their late 20s, early 30s, are not going to get the spotlight for Oakland. Because with the NFL, it's a completely different animal than the NHL. So for the younger guys like Josh Jacobs and Celine Farrell, they would be the Las Vegas number one on all public radio. Magic, magic, ninety-seven point nine. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Cali brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The sports angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Great tailoring and alterations are hard to find these days. For ample, a new tailoring and alterations shop in Henderson, Nevada can help you with all your needs. Their website is www.fire-ample.com. You may contact Shirley at 702-867-1088 for more information. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? you know just what to say and you know just what to do the following magic music mix is sponsored by gary grotke certified public accountant cpa your ac works overtime all summer so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters they recommend updating hvac filters at least every three months all year round so order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com let's clear the air if your loved one is at risk of a fall the symphony medical alert system from cvs health can help support their safety in their home with 24 7 emergency monitoring even when you can't be there Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS health hub.